footy. It's not footy and frothies. It shows your tips. It's the Beaver and Daggy with you. Beaver's up in paradise. What are you doing up there, mate? How are you going? Yeah, mate. Um, sunning myself up here in Noosa. Um, taking it easy. So beautiful weather. Um, great way to sit here and uh, do a show and find some winners for the punters on the weekend. And hopefully I'll be able to find some time, sit and have a few beers and... Uh, some winners. Beautiful. Just give us a quick look what's over the shoulder there. Mate, just sitting here on the balcony, slightly looking out over the uh, beach there at Noosa. Heads there, mate. So, so um, yeah, nice way to, to live. Tough life, but someone's got to do it, I guess. Beautiful day in Sydney town, yes, too. The, the great noodles in the fridge have already started giving me the eye, actually, after doing the lawn. So let's get through this and make some money for the weekend. That's the plan. We'll kick off at Caulfield, where there is a Group 1 in action, in fact. Uh, a pretty good card, 10-race card at Caulfield. The weather forecast has improved significantly, so it's going to be a good track, uh, a good day's racing, uh, and good weather. So exciting stuff there. The rail is in the true. Uh, I would have been a little bit nervous had there been more rain around, because we've seen that inside give out a little bit since we've been back at Caulfield, but I'm hoping it holds up all day and uh, it plays fair, really, more than anything. Uh, any thoughts on how any of that? Yeah, I've got the same. Um, hoping that's the way. Probably thinking you probably don't want to be too particularly early in the day. You don't want to be getting too far back. Um, yeah. Not setting yourself too big of a task. Um, so, but we'll see how the, the races pan out throughout the day. Perfect. Let's kick off in the first, which is the benchmark 70 over a mile. And I'll let you have first crack at this. Oh, that's so kind of you. Um, You're welcome. Yeah, the first... The first one's not not an overly uh, race I'm overly keen on to to go silly early here. Um, I've settled on number six, Five the Eagle. Um, in this one, I think this is a pretty open race, um, but I like the win at Sandown last start over a horse um, that's got a little bit of ability, Embracing Kingdom. Uh, that was a good run, and then prior to that was pretty consistent. Um, so it goes okay. This looks okay and gets an opportunity to run well here from the gate four. So it's on top for me at around the each way odds. Yeah, the, essentially this is a midweek race uh, and I'm happy to back two uh, with upside uh, coming off nice wins. The first is Bo Rap, who we've seen the form hold up more or less from that race. Uh, it, all its runs back in this time have been very good. Gets an inside gate uh, and should be strong through the line there. And the other one's Acclimatise, who chimed in and beat... Uh, a nice enough horse, the one you tipped the other day that just got run down. Uh, just had a mental blank there. Uh, it, but struck, that, gold. struck gold. Who did run all right. Uh, gap back to third there. And I think they're both uh, at the E-Trade price. I'm happy to, to play with both of them. Yeah, I the Eagle next best. It'll be on pace. Uh, and have if you're keen on that, I would not disagree with you. Uh, what else in this from that race? The only other one I'll mention is I've had a few looks at... Um, where are we here? Uh, if you're looking through, well, if you're looking through the best horse spectrum, I got one and two, but anyway, let's run. We'll move on. The second is a 1400 meter benchmark 78. And this is one of the better benchmark 78s you'll see. This is a cracker uh, and could lead to better stuff. I, I, I've stuck my post to Reinberg from the, the day it arrived in Australia. Uh, I've said all along Caulfield will suit. Uh, so I'm sticking inside gate. It's going to probably roll through and lead. If it's not, it's going to be leaders back. 
uh, and I'm sticking with it for Mickey D. I think this is a nice horse. I would have nearly given this a chance in a in a group race on this card. So I am um, I'm with it. Terrified of Chalton Lane. It's done nothing wrong in Australia apart from get a little bit too far back in its only defeat. Uh, and obviously, generally this time of year we go looking for the Sydney form arriving. Uh, it sort of shines like a beacon here, and it is the main danger. I think they're the two key hopes. There's little bits and pieces here, Netanyahu, Presser, Maktoub. But uh, I'm fairly confident Reinberg's got more upside again. What are your thoughts, Beaver? Um, yeah, I think this is a very good race, and I think, you know, there's lots of good winning form out of this, and even some horses that, you know, you get down in the market that could bob up and run well. I've stuck with Presser. Um I've been really impressed with this horse. The both wins, uh, first and second up, were very good. And then come to town, and there was plenty of money for it. Um, it was the best back horse in the race, and it ran well, only just beaten by Brave and Star, who's got plenty of ability, um, as we know. And I think it, it kind of was on pace there and got stuck on the inside. And I think that going down the middle or outside, that was, was the better place to be. So I thought that was a good run from gate five. I think it could posse up quite nicely here. And I think it'll figure in the finish around again. You know, you're getting $8.250 at a place. I think it can run well. As you said, really scared of Reinberg. Um, both wins here have been good. Um, well well found in the market. Um, but yes, they were in uh, much easier races than this. I wasn't, wasn't quite sure about the inside gate. Um, so it will need to get this, the right run at the right time. So um, that's the way I'd be looking at here. Yeah, good commentary. The third is a 1,400-metre benchmark 84. Who do you like here? Another good race. Um, yeah. Probably any of the top five here can run extremely well here and hard to beat. I've gone for Yellow Sand. Uh, I think it can run extremely well here. It was very good when resuming, uh, in soft going, and then was ridden on pace then. And then Lustar got back in the field at Caulfield um, and hit the line quite nicely behind um, a couple of good horses as well. Um, so I think it's it can run extremely well. Um, the thing that beat two starts back at Donald Cook, always happy, ran second yesterday behind uh, a good horse in C7. Um, it's got ability. So I think Yellow Sam can run really well. Extreme step. Got it. There's a huge chance at ten dollars. Um, it beat the favourite last start um, and dropped three kilos on that. Uh, no reason it can't run well again. And third up, I think it will have improved here. I kind of was trying to work out why there was such a big difference in the in the price, given Nunthorpe has also drawn gate ten. So a bit worried where he might get in get in the running here. So um, obviously a big weight drop on last start and makes that better, but um, may not get all the luck. This feels a lot like, remember that Petulant race a few weeks back where Petulant beat mm. that other thing and it was twice the price and won again? Uh, that's how I've yep. seen this race with Extreme Step. It gave Nunthorpe a start, gave it a beating, and it's three times the price. So I have to back it yep. again. Uh, I'm not overthinking it. It's And a mare coming off of an impressive win that has uh, still has upside with Mickey D. So it's on top from me. Uh, and I'm going to, I've missed the price a little bit here, but the, the last time Rio was in Melbourne... It started six dollars over fifteen hundred meters at Sandown and beat Starian, who would be in this market. Uh, it's fifties at the moment, so uh, a bit like Tarima saw on Tuesday on Wednesday. Um, when they're that price, I think you've just got to have at least you know five dollars each way on it, if nothing else. But 
Uh, I think that'll be the other result in a race for me. I'm against a Vivian race uh, through this card, but I do think Yellow Sam uh, had no luck there, so I can forgive that, As you and you've made the case well there. Yeah, it's interesting, as you said, with Nunthorpe. Like, it's $3.50 compared to $10 of horse that beat it last start. I know it gets a couple of kilo, two, two and a half kilo weight pull, but I thought it beat it fair and square last start, and, I, and it's got the better draws, so I think mm-hmm. the offset of the draws there actually cancels out a bit of the um, the weight difference. So, yeah, so I think they're right. I think it's a step. I wouldn't let it get under your car. Yeah. The other thing with Jamie Carr from that gate on a go-forward horse, she's just going to get sit outside lead. She does every time. She'll just go sit outside the leader yeah, yeah, and be a thing. sitting shot. And be so, a sitting shot. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought as well. She does it all the time, uh, and uh, nothing's changed since she in her, her day back so far. So, yeah, that's uh, good. We've both seen it the same way. The fourth is a 2,000-metre benchmark 78. This isn't necessarily the greatest 78 I've ever seen, but there's a couple here I want to cover at a price too, and a typical midweek race. Uh, they are pitcher none. It's 11 bucks. Gets a great run, either leads or finds a fence here for Jai McNeil. Uh, is honest. I think now the step to 2,000 metres will suit uh, and uh, is a little trier. Uh, around 10 bucks. Uh, Frigid is flying. Uh, I probably got a little bit better on an each way price to back it. And uh, Senior Uno, I really liked the trials when it came over to Australia. Went to Mooney Valley and just sat four wide the whole way uh, and wasn't too bad at the end there but was given absolutely none. Now gets Mick D, Swooper's Gate and his 40s uh, will go in everything I do for the day. Uh, Delian, I've noticed, has drifted. I gave it none here. I thought it needed a set of hurdles in front of it to be half a chance. I uh, was against that when I saw that open favourite, but uh, you're probably about to tell me it's it's a chance here. Uh, Court Deep will run well too, is the other one. No, not about to tell you that at all. I've got the same view as you. Um, way on top of here is Frigid. Um I gave it a big chance last. I think I think I did tip it last start when it won. You did, yeah. Um, and I, th- I thought that was a good win. Um, it, it's hit the line really nicely there. I think the extra 200 here suits. Three kilo claim is uh, perfect for it here. And I think it's got some natural improvement. So it's my on topper. Main danger, Garachi, if, if that's how you say it. Garachi, Close enough. Um, yeah, something like that. I think it can run well. I thought the first run here in Australia was uh, was pleasing enough um, over the 2,000, beaten by a pretty good horse on the day there, um, but killed him. Uh, it ran on nice enough. I think it will have derived a lot of improvement for that and um, certainly keep a close eye on it at the $10. The fifth is the first of the group races, which is the, the McNeil Stakes for the three-year-olds. Over 1,200 metres... Uh, have you are you excited about this one? Um, I am excited about it. I think it's a bloody hard race, that's for sure. Um, again, this has got lots of chances in it. Um, every one of these in the field can can win. Uh, again, uh, I've gone for number three, V8. Mm. Um, really liked what it did last preparation. Uh, won a group two uh, and then finished fourth in the size produce. And that was on a heavy track uh, before being put out uh, so I think it should be ready it wasn't asked to do much in its trial um, so hard to get a bit of a guide there but I think this horse got the um, ability and is potentially the knockout horse here um, main danger hedged like what it did at Seymour last start as favorite that was a pretty um, pretty soft win um, and I think it can can run well as well 
I, I thought I'd just start and find with Barber, but I didn't necessarily, I wasn't completely blown away by the, pro, the trolls. They were good. Uh, and we know that uh, Godolphin send the right horses the right races. But I came up with V8 too. There's just something about it. It, it seems explosive. It seems mm. like a horse that's going to go places. And, yeah, it was only crawled by that heavy track late last prep and uh, chugged around a couple of trials, maybe heading for a guineas path. But this is a good start-off point, and I'm happy to start with it at the each-way price on top. From Legacies, uh, who beat She Dances in a trial this time in, yeah, that that's good enough for them. And both wins last prep were good. My fear is, as in the race before, ends outside lead, ends up first up outside lead for Jamie Carr, but might have some ability. And uh, Peter Moody doesn't generally get it too wrong with these horses. So I'm, I'm going to play each way around both of them uh, in this race. The six is a, is a heavily handicap, another group race. Uh, over 1,700 metres. They're the natural kickoff point for a lot of uh, Caulfield and Melbourne Cup chances. Uh, and it's it sort of weird doing this race because you look at it, you start out thinking that way, but then I, you have to sort of put it back through the spectrum of that it's a 1,700 metre race. And um, that left me with breaking this down to a couple of chances. The first is Jimmy the Bear. Uh, finally got a win. It deserved over the mile last time out. I think it's up and going and the right horse at the right time. I hate to say this, but I like that Frankie Pino showed pace last time, actually put itself in the race and was quite brave lately. As I've said, well, it's last 15 starts. I wish I'd put a senior jockey on, but it is 30s. And uh, the Summit did have the inside gates there at the Valley, but it was a nice win. Gets the same here, probably gets the same run in his next best. Obviously, we're going to be watching a few of these for longer, but I think you can break this down to just having a few main chances, really. What do you make of it? Yeah, I come up with two main chances. Uh, and my on top is number two, a mystery. Uh, it resumed here last time and won this race last year. It did, yeah. Um, it is the class horse of this race. Um, and it, as you say, it is on the probably on the cup campaign. Um, it hasn't done, you know, I think it'll, whatever it does here, it's going to improve on. But I don't think this is an overly strong race, to be honest. Um, and I think he can run really well if they if they're able to finish off here. If there's enough pace on, um, I think he could be the one running over the top of them. So really keen to see how it goes. Um, your case for Jimmy the Bear is a good one. Uh, it is the one up and going. It's running well. Broke through last start. Beat a good horse that's going uh, places as well. So you can't um, deny that. And if you want to chuck another one in, I think the resuming Sir Lucan I think mm -hmm. he can run well as well. Um, but uh, the mystery on top for me, I think it's a good chance. Yeah, cool. The Quaddy kicks off with the Cochram Stakes, a group three for the four-year-old Nup Mares, and we get the clash of Benedetta and Parasol here. Is that, have you narrowed it down to a match race? I think it looks to be a match race here. I'm a big fan of Benedetta. Um, I love everything it's doing. Uh, took over for its last preparation, and then first up here, um, was pretty good. Uh, one, only just one, but it seemed to have that race in its control the whole time. Uh, I think here is going to be super hard to beat. Gate nine's perfect. Twelve hundred's perfect. Sits inside Parasol, who I think is probably going to have to go past it, and not sure it can. Yeah, uh, on top for me, I, I think it is. There are two hopes, and um, all the reports were that Benedetta was well underdone in that first up run as well. So. Has to be improvement there. 
Uh, went back, had a trial since then, and it was a, an absolutely sensational trial. Uh, it's on a Group 1 path, and this is far from a Group 1 race. Uh, on top for me, I've just noticed the money's come for it overnight as well. Only danger, Parasal, who is probably on a similar trajectory, does have upside. Uh, it, yeah, is the only other danger, the only other number for my quaddy anyway at the moment. So we'll move on to the next sprint, which is the McCafe Stakes, an 1,100-metre sprint. And we get to see the return of another one of our girls here in Asfura Beaver. Are you keen? Um, I'm going to go against Asfura. I think it can run well, but I'm going to go Magic Time. Um, it's a horse I've got plenty of time for. It beat a really good horse in Alentia when last in work. Um, it's had two starts, two first up goes, won both of them. Uh, this is a horse would have preferred a slightly better draw, so I'm just trying to imagine where it might get to here. That's my only concern. Uh, but trialed brilliantly for this and um, just hoping it can get across and maybe get some cover here. I'm with you. I went the same way. I, uh, you know, all respect in the world for Asfura, but I think Magic Time's a proper horse. It just got crueled. Uh, very good run beating Paracel, as you said, and started $2 against Alentia. Uh, trials were good. It only has to find a running line and maybe fresh is best for this horse. This could blow him away. Again, so. price has been taken and uh, I'm going to stick with it. If I'm naming a danger, I think Callus has trolled up fantastically this time. Uh, really well. It's around the eight buck mark. If you're looking for something to save on, you can back again, play around them both each way and should get a result from this race. Uh, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty happy to bet actually with both of them. Yeah, me too. We get to the feature, which is the uh, Group 1 1,400-metre uh, Memsey Stakes. And we get, uh, well, I think it's the world's best sprinter, apparently. I wish I win. Drawn Gate 1, first up, over 1,400 metres. Does that tickle your fancy? Well, you can't you can't um, deny it's a massive chance here. But Gate 1, a bit, uh, a bit not sure about. Um, these two, these two favourites here haven't drawn probably the ideal positions they probably would have liked to almost reverse um their draws which i wish i win's going to get back and it's going to have need some luck in running at Caulfield from the inside gate um it just may be too big a task first up um that's my little bit of concern i've stuck with mr brightside because it's a horse i've just kept following and i'm not getting off now gate 14 might be okay because i think you can probably track alligator blood across um and therefore it should be able to find a position. Horses like kind of this though will go forward um, and ensure there's some pace on. So I um, might just go up a slot in behind them there. Van Vista goes forward, Alligator Blood tracks it, sits in behind it, and it might just get on the back there. Um, and if it does, it's good night if it gets one out, one back. Uh, but it's my on topper. A um, couple of others that I'm keen to see go around and see how they perform is um, Aegon. Uh, Really liked its first up run. Uh, again, it'll be running on at the end. Twenty-six dollars. Uh, be saving on it. And Osapenka um, uh, thought that was good first up as well. Hit the line put beautifully behind Fangirl um, at at some odds. And I think this sets up nicely here. Gate two is a good chance. They're my sort of three. Excellent. I went. I went back and had a look through. Um, I wish I win, and it's never settled closer than last in any of its starts. So gate one, I don't I have no idea where they're planning to be. Uh, so I went elsewhere, and it was Last. quite easy. 
It'll be last. last the last callback defence. Uh, yes, has it got the sprint to, to produce miracles? It does. But uh, for me, the better the day here is alligator blood. Uh, it's going to either cross and lead or it's going to come and sit right on Anavisto's hammer. It's trolled like an absolute rocket this time in. And go back and look at the futurity. First time in 1,400 metres, last prep on a good track. Just uh, controlled the race and um, and beat up the two key other hopes here in this field. Uh, you're getting an each-way price. It's on top. The stable's going even better. The, the Waterhouse spot team are flying. It's on top. And my danger is Princess Grace. I like that resumption. It gets gate three. It's just going to be sitting right there in the perfect spot behind Alligator Blood and Anavisto under Blake Shin, who's the best perfect spot rider in Melbourne. Uh, and it's eight or nine bucks. And I think it's a live hope. Uh, I've just, around Caulfield, I've just gone look for the two that are going to be in the right spot at the right time. And I'm pretty happy with myself with what, I, what I've come up with there. Uh, obviously, respect the two at the top, but they will need luck to produce more here. And as you said, Osipenko will go into a quaddy on the afternoon. I'm not sure Brunson's going to need that much luck. Because I think it's... Well, good. you're right. The, the best thing to have to do is be drawn next to, drawn next to Alligator Blood. Alligator Blood. Yeah. Because you know, I'm hoping that Anavista kicks up and Alligator Blood has to sit outside it and then Brunson just ducks in straight in behind it. I think if that happens... I just don't see him be able to hold off any, uh, Mr. Brightside. I think he goes past them. Um, Get your phone ready, Beaver, and um, just have your thumb on the uh, your finger on the in play button with uh, whoever you're betting yes. with. Because if it, if it lobs in the running line a pair back, then I think you'll be feeling pretty happy with yourself. Exactly. Nothing more to add? Nothing more to add, my okay, friend. Okay, cool. Uh, and we're going to finish the day with a uh, 1,400-metre benchmark 100. And I'm going to finish the day with some uh, nice, cosy Sydney form. Uh, Kalino comes down here. Uh, really good resumption, fresh. Half a flat run. Wasn't too bad and wasn't knocked around once uh, it went to the lead. Wasn't knocked around once everyone went past it. I think with the uh, a better run here, it should blow these away. I think this is uh, going to run well here, Kalino, and I like the current price. Uh, Devoted did resume quite well. As a market chest, I guess you have to make it a chance, but I think there's a long tail here, and I'll bet accordingly. I'm with you. Kalino for me as well. I think um, this is perfect. Uh, good timing here to come to Melbourne. Third up here, gets the right draw, gate eight. Um, very winnable race. It's my on top as well. And I'll be keen to bet in the last. Hopefully, I've got a few dollars in the kit to have a crack. Unreal. Uh, let's give us for progroupracing.com.au. You're in charge of the Memsey Stakes Quadrilla, Beaver. Perfect, mate. So I'm going to start off race seven, which is the first leg. Just going to stick with the, the two in the market here. Number two, Paracel and seven, Benedetta. Uh, skinny up there, which will hopefully allow us to get some... Wider mark legs um, moving forward. Um, moving into the next race, uh, race two of the, or race eight, the second leg, um, in no particular order. I've gone number 13, Magic Time. Number two, Kalos. Number seven, Generation. Number five, Mask Crusader. Then in the third leg, which is race nine, uh, in the Memsey again. Going number one, Mr. Brightside. Number two, I wish I win. Number three, Alligator Blood. Number ten, Osipanko. And number five, Aegon. 
And then finishing off the day, I'm going number two, here to shock. Number seven, Kalino. Number eight, regards Marie. And number 15, let's roll the dice. Ooh, favourite out. Yeah, leaving the favourite out. Okay. I think um, go a bit of value. Don't want to skinny it up too much because if uh, a couple of the others win, that's not going to play that good. So hopefully look a little bit more value later on there. Perfect. Your best and value for progroracing.com.au. Yeah. Um, I think there's plenty of value on the card, as you can see. Um, uh, but my best bet is race four, number 14, Bridget. Um got it on top and my value bet comes up in race five number three v8 i'm gonna go to the feature my best is race nine number three alligator blood uh spring let's have a crack and my value i'm i'm think there's value to be found in that 78 race four uh, around number seven senior uno uh, and the other couple i mentioned there so i'm going to make that uh, my value on the program We've got to head down to Randwick, or up to Randwick, in fact, where there's another good card, another 10-race card. Uh, I believe there's some late storms forecast, but at the moment the track should be in that uh, dead range in the old. We get uh, the rail moving to the four-metre mark, which could see it, by, if there is, especially if there's a bit of drizzle around, us getting wider and wider throughout the afternoon. So running line could be in play. But we kick off with a 1,400-metre Benchmark 72 midway, as we usually do. Uh, and how are you going to start the day here? Yeah, interesting way to start the day. Not going to spend too much time on this. I've gone for the top weight straight acer. Uh, up and running, one, two of the three, this preparation. Only beaten two lengths when it was behind King of Naples. Uh, perfect gate here, gate two, gets the right run and hardest to beat. I'm glad Huey came back from Hong Kong just to slaughter back row first up, but I um, I thought actually once it was quite brave holding on there, sitting four wide the whole way, and now it gets J-Mac. Uh, 1,400 metres suits much better. I am going to go with it on top from Straight Acer, who was good last time and uh, gets a cosy gate here. I keep going look for, looking for Ningaloo Star, but I'm not quite sure what I, I come up with when I do. So I think the two key hopes, and at least Sabrenko will lead if you're looking for one for any exotics. The second is a 1,200-metre Class 3 highway, uh, where in the uh, couple of minutes I spent on this, came up three numbers. That is Sung, Sung Blue, who now gets an inside gate for Nash, Iron Will, who will roll forward, and Wizard of, uh, Wizard of Oz, who's, who's going okay and now third up. But I'm not really a, a highway player, Beaver. Have you found anything exciting? No, I'm not a highway player either here. Um, didn't like the race. I for the sake of a tip or a couple of tips that I'll be backing, number two, Wizard of Oz on top, uh, danger number 17, don't you think? The third is an 1,100-metre benchmark 78. The top weight, Kerr Royale, is heading to Brisbane. You might mention him in about 15 minutes' time, but we'll get there. Uh, in this one, though, I, I've i come up with, uh, and I may have a problem with this horse, but I, I come up with Ohi. Has never been out of black type. Spent his whole life in group races. Now resumes in a pretty average benchmark 78. Trials are both fine. Gets Zach Lloyd. Gets the running line. I think it might be its day to bounce back. Um, it is the right race for Dancing Alone to come to town. Uh, gate one already might be a concern by this stage. But does get Nash. And does have a win over time to boogie. Which reads pretty well for a race like this. And 
she may be in the last, but I think Molly Nail's resumption was underrated. That uh, she had no luck there and and flashed home and with even luck probably nearly catches uh, smashing Eagle and Garza Blanca, who are both who are horses, or at least one of those horses. I suspect you might mention a bit later. Um, but uh, she's also in the last. Wherever she goes, she'll be in my thoughts there. Um, not a lot else here, I don't think. I'm against tint the Tintuki race, so have you gone looked at this differently? I have looked at it slightly different. I've stuck with Wade Rider Boy. I'm going to give it one last uh, chance. You're a brave man. Um, went, yeah, I know, I'm a brave man. <laughs> um, it went to Melbourne, and that was a pretty good run. It, because the pattern was sitting on pace, it did sit out, sit one out, one back, and I thought it was I thought it was brave there, um, but chased hard. It kept giving. I don't think that was necessarily the right way to ride it, but um, I think if it brought that form to this, I think it would win. So, um, and and previous runs again have been good. So I'm giving it one last chance. Here. Gate eight, J Mac on board. Um, it's do or die, and I'm gonna go do. But you're right, Molly Nails. Um, keep an eye out for it. Cool. The fourth is a benchmark 94 over the mile. Uh, who uh, who are you keeping an eye out for here? I'm sticking with Tarzaral. Tar I don't understand why. I thought it'd be shorter than that um, in this race. I'm quite surprised that they're offering $3.60, $3.70 at the moment. It's both runs this time in have been outstanding. It's got a really good turn of foot. Gate 12's okay, I think, because um, it will, be, will want to run on. And this has got a long tail, this race. So... Uh, Quite surprised at the price. I went looking for a danger and couldn't really find one, so clear on top for me. The danger, uh, I'm not going to add much more. I agree. Everything you said, I agree with. Uh, the danger is Mission Phoenix, and it's come back in good order. Uh, absolutely no last, no luck last week. I think it should have been the finish there. Takes up a spot from gate three. Is Joe Pride third up, which is usually his go time, and is double figures. It's the main danger. And the import of Gay's caught my eye. I thought the trials weren't bad here. Just fine uh, is the other one I'll mention for an early quaddy. Uh, yeah, I, I, but skinny on chances apart from that. Uh, Tarzarel clearly on top for all the reasons you've outlined. The fifth is a 2400 metre, or is the 2400 metre Lexus City Cup. Uh, Desert Icon, I believe, still in at Wyong today. But apart from that, who have you found in this one? Yeah, I didn't really like the race, to be totally honest. I um, think anything can win this. I've gone for Serpentine first up. Uh, just thought uh, could be up and running here. Might might have a little bit of edge here. It's racing group quality, group company, and ran well in those races. Uh, freshen up with the trial. Um, could be hardest to beat. Don't particularly like the race either, but when they chime in, run away and win like Verona did, I'm just going to stick solid. That was an impressive win. I know it's some time between runs, but Ma Eustace know what they're doing in terms of that. It is, um, it's on top for me. Uh, look, military mission was enormous last week. Three wide the whole way and held on. Uh, the problem is probably ends up in the same spot under Rachel King, so... Less enthused about that. And I'll, uh, I'll make a case for Kirk because I did make it best of the day with 63 kilos two weeks back. It now drops 10 kilos uh, down to the minimum but does get Cathy O'Hara. So uh, probably backable. They might feel this is a go time again after a tick over under the weight. So the, uh, that was the only other one I went looking for in uh, a race that doesn't have a lot of chances. The six is a 1,200-metre... Uh, furious stakes for three-year-old fillies. Uh, 
Beaver, I I was um, sort of against both lead-ups, but there's no other form here. So I didn't quite know where to go. Uh, the only other form, in fact, is Hell Queen, and she's 100 to 1, so maybe worth having something on. So when I didn't like either ace, I went back to the two, and I came up with Cigar Flick, who was given none in the Rosebud, just missed there, now gets a better run, and is 9 bucks. And Mumbai Muse, who was stuck back to the inside, when it wasn't a place to be and was quite brave fighting through the line. Again, double figures. Gets a, again, might have the same problem though, but uh, they're the two. Uh, I'm sure you're going to tell me you have a better opinion of some of these horses than I do, but uh, what have you found? Not really, mate. Uh, same as you. I found it really hard to line these up. Um, so Sorry, mate. Just got the first delivery of the uh, no. Stone and Woods. Rub it in. Thanks. <laughs> um, I've gone for Cigar Flick. Um, I thought it's third up here as well. I thought it's uh, it's good regiming, and then I thought it stuck on quite well last start. It got back uh, and ran on quite nicely. I think it will have. I think it's probably come on better than all of them in in regards to that race. I think it can just run really well here, so it's my on topper uh, and hardest to beat. Awesome. Uh, just to give you the hat trick, friend of the show Johnny, uh, who will get back over spring messaged me Wednesday night and said it's the better of the carnival so far so uh, seems like there's a few yeah. good judges keen anyway we uh, kick off the quaddy with the thousand meter group three Concord uh, and all the old stages are here have you have you come up with anything uh, going in secret here mate um, I think it's going to be super hard to beat I think it's the, the up and coming here um, yeah, the other, I just can't go for the 9 and 10 year olds um, until I see something more from them again. Nature Strip wasn't its best last campaign. Uh, I know they're talking about saying it trialed well, etc. etc. I think the 320s under the odds um, myself. Um, and Eduardo's 550 for a 10 year old. Um, again, done plenty in their time, but last preparation only had the one start and it wasn't good. Um, so I think they've got to show a bit more. In Secret is the up-and-comer. It's the four-year-old. It's We know how good a horse this is. Um, it's won Group 1 before. Um, and it's, it's tried well without having been um, extended. Uh, it's my own topper here. I don't think there's too many other dangers. I think Zapata can run well as well. Um, but the blue colours here probably hold the key. Great betting chance here because uh, Nature Strip, Shelby 66 and Eduardo will never win another race. So you don't need to worry about them. Uh, you're left with In Secret on top, as you said. Uh, Up-and-comer, talented horse. Uh, it gets a great run. Uh, main danger is the stable mate, Zapateo, who's 12 bucks, has trialled fantastically. Uh, another up-and-comer. And the only other number that's going in my quaddie will be Remark, who resumed over the 1,000 last time in, carried 62, and was pretty good. Uh, if we get a dry check, it gets a, a nice run here and is a live chance. Uh, really keen to bet because the rest of these are gone. The feature here is the Group 2 Chelmsford over you a mile. You were harsh too. Jeez, Jeez you ripped in there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm about to rip in more, actually. But anyway, how good are our weight for age stakes when... Um, seriously, how good are our weight for age stakes when the, the two favourites in the feature are coming off retirement? Yes. Like, honestly. And nine what's and, the, Nine and ten-year-olds. Yeah. So in, in this uh, Group 2 weight for age Chelmsford... The saddest thing is I'm going to tip them, so because um, these are all gutless. Uh, Montefilia win, 
gets J-Mac. That was, it was best uh, six, four, and two of the day home. First up, gets a great run. This will be – it's now in the Chris Wallace table, so it won't know itself getting, you know, massaged and fed proper food every day. Uh, she's a talented, talented horse uh, and gets J-Mac. She'll win this uh, and go on to better stuff. From Think It Over, you resumed really well. Might be some second-up syndrome. That was a long time between drinks, but to get Nash. Uh, and uh, Hui Yamal is an in, in international. came with a bit of a spruik. Trials were good. Might even lead this. Um, that's about it. The only one I'll throw in will be Lindemann, who did push up with a respiratory uh, push up, pull up with uh, a respiratory issue first up. Ed might lead. Uh, yeah, this is pretty ordinary, Beaver. I'm just disappointed you haven't sprayed Mwanga, but um, well, I, I did um, last week, so just table that as. <laughs> It'll win now. It'll win now. I've no. jumped off. Go on. Yes, uh, I got I got the same as well. I got Montefilia. I'm with you there. I think I think it holds the key here. That was a good uh, resumption then. And you're right. I think uh, it will go on to better things. This prep the McDonald Wallet combination gives it um, on top chance here. Think it over was um, did enough to suggest uh, it can run well again. And you're right. Do your mouth. Keen to see how it resumes. Um, so I, I got sort of similar thinking to you there, and uh, let's hope we're right. Lovely. The ninth is the fourteen hundred metre Group Two Tramway Stakes. Who have you found here? Yeah, look, uh, there is only three chances in this, but I found Valencia. Uh, that was uh, a dominant win first up. That was plenty to like about that. I think gate eight here, fifty-four kilos. Um, just, this just sets up perfect. Uh, that was a good win. Um, I'm keen to back here. Hit the main dangers, hoping your heart. It's a horse I've got plenty of a, opinion of. Uh, never runs a bad race. Uh, wasn't pushed in the trials, um, but has, you know, did run second in a group one uh, in April. So uh, has ability and finished fourth in the Doncaster. Um, again, so we know how good a horse this is. 1400s a good Assumption and around the ten dollar mark, I think you'd probably want to save on it. Yeah, this is a proper horse, Alentia. Uh, I'm in. I'll tip it on top. Uh, hope in your hope in your heart will make her earn it. Uh, but I think they're the two main hopes. Yeah, not much more to add. The tenth is a benchmark seventy-eight over the twelve hundred meters, and the only bet I've already had on this uh, for the weekend is Peril. Uh, I took the seven dollars fifty. Uh, it's still six dollars. It's coming up off two two of the six fifty. It's now six fifty, is it, Beauty? Um, it's coming off two of the best uh, anti well, runs against a bias you'll see from Mooney Valley. Now it gets Nashua Willer, uh, and you're getting an each way price here in an av- in a midweek race. It's on top from Stromboli, who resumed gelded and did that in second gear. That was pretty soft at Kenzo. It is a horse of ability, and it can improve. And I did like the trial of this other wall of things, salt coats down the bottom. I thought it uh, has some ability and could be the other chance. I will throw Gaza Blanker in the quarter when I get to it, but it's now feeling a bit like a midweek horse to me. What are your thoughts? No, I'm sticking with Gaza Blanker. I'm going to give it one more chance here. I thought the first up run was was very good. Uh, it was one of the one of J-Max's uh, not-so-good rides, got stuck on the fence, couldn't get out, would have won that race. Um, and Smashing Evil has come out after that and uh, run extremely well. I think it's a horse with ability. Uh, Casablanca hopefully gets the right run here. You're right, Priel. I'm 
you know, I, I would have thought they were Casablanca should have been three dollars, and the other probably, you know, four fifty-five dollars. I think they should have been should be closer in the market. So I'm hoping Casablanca will get out for the better price. Um, D Day will be tomorrow. It will. And uh, D Day for the Quaddy on Chelmsford Stakes Day in the first leg. I'm going to go five in secret, eight Zapateo, nine Remark. I did, you know, I, I did give thought to Bella Nipatina, but has started missing the start in the trials too now. Might be done for her, but uh, pick your poison there. Second leg, one, think it over. Five, Hu Yamal, who's also in the last. So wherever it ends up, it goes in. Seven, Lindemann. Eleven, Montefilia. Third leg is four, Pericles. Eight, glowing, Going Global, who's now first up, second prep. Twelve, Hope in Your Heart. 13, Skyman as the Waller knockout, and 16, Olentia. And we'll finish the day with three, Stromboli, eight, Gaza Blanca, 10, Peril, 13, Chrysler, resuming off the group one, 15, Salt Coats, and uh, that will do me at Ramwick, where my best is going to be race 10, number 10, Peril. Uh, let's get excited about that. And my value, race four, number four, Mission Phoenix. But again, like Caulfield, there's plenty of value to be had. If you find a few winners, I think you should finish in front, Beaver. Actually, that's how it usually works when you do this caper. But, yeah, your best in value. My best. Uh, my best is race nine, number 16, Alexia. Um, super hard to beat. And my value comes up in race six, number eight, Cigar Flick. Beautiful. Uh, what do we got up north? Anything happening at Eagle Farm? Yeah, a little bit happening up at Eagle Farm. Found four winners there for us. Um, starting race two, number eight, Kerr Royale. Going up to, to Brisbane. Uh, gate two, Orman Waller combination. $2.20. Probably uh, fair price. So I think it's going to be super hard to beat. They're moving on in the day. I tipped it. First start, race five, number one, Miss Kuta. I think it continues on its merry way and wins again. Uh, got it on top, keen, super keen on it. Uh, race seven, number 10, Zarastro. It'll be winning. I think you can get all those three into a multi and have a nice little bit there. And my value one for the day comes up in the last race nine, number 13, Shara Goma. Can run well around $7. Perfect. Uh, it'll be the end of the friendship if uh, Hezo Bonneville does not win Morfordville Race 3. Number 2, if it can't get the job done near, it won't be getting the job done anywhere bar, I don't know, Gold Coast Synthetic or something in the future. That's the only one I really had for Adelaide, but it is a exciting and good-looking punting day, Beaver. Uh, anything you want to finish yeah, on? Yeah, very good. No, Matt, that's it for me. I'm looking forward to racing and getting back into the start of the carnival. Perfect. Enjoy the rest of your break. Uh, don't uh, do anything I wouldn't. And, of course, everyone else, check out progroupracing.com.au and we'll be back with our midweek preview next uh, Tuesday afternoon. So take care, guys, and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.